Rob Blake is making moves as the Kings are part of a three-way trade today. We've got all the details and what it means for the Kings going forward on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. We're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. Coming up on today's show, we'll talk about a big trade today by the LA Kings, what it means for the team, and what might the next move be as a result of the trade. But we begin with the LA Kings being part of a three-team deal that saw them uh, complete uh, a trade with a couple of teams that they've had some trade history with uh, in the recent past. That would be the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Philadelphia Flyers, the other two teams involved. So what are the details? The LA Kings have sent goalie Cal Peterson, defenseman Sean Walker, defensive prospect Helga Granz, and a 2024 second-round pick to Philadelphia. The Flyers sent defenseman Ivan Provorov to L.A., He was then sent to the Columbus Blue Jackets with the Kings retaining 30% of his salary. The Flyers also get first and second round picks from Columbus in 2023. The first round pick, ironically, was acquired by the Blue Jackets from the Kings in their trades for Vladislav Gabakov and Jonas Korbisalo at the deadline. The Kings also receive defenseman Kevin Connaughton and forward Hayden Hudson from the Flyers. So lots of details there. Let's unpack it a little bit and get you familiar with the pieces that are moving Uh, out of the Kings and coming to the Kings. Uh, So gone, first and foremost, is goalie Cal Peterson, originally drafted in the fifth round by the Buffalo Sabres, but he never signed with Buffalo. He became a free agent after his three years at Notre Dame, and he signed a two-year entry-level deal with the Kings in 2017. He spent three seasons with the Ontario Reign. With limited success, he posted a record of 53-51-7, goals against average around uh, 3.34 and a save percentage of 9.10. He would end up playing parts of five seasons with the LA Kings again with limited success. Uh, overall record with the Kings of 44, 42, and 10, 905 save percentage and a 292 goals against average. Despite that, the Kings did sign Cal Peters into a three year, $15 million deal that started before this past season. He still had two years left on that deal. He did end up struggling with the Kings this past season, going 5-3-2 and two with an 8.68 save percentage and a 3.75 goals against average before being put on waivers and shipped to the AHL with the Ontario Reign. Things did not get any better, really, when he went to the AHL, posted a record of 16-20-4, 9.04 save percentage, and a 2.88 goals against average. Defenseman Sean Walker, signed by the Kings as undrafted player out of Bowling Green back in 2016, He would end up signing a two-year entry-level deal with the Kings in 2018 after a couple of good seasons in Ontario, made his NHL debut with the Kings in the 2018-19 season. He would end up playing parts of five seasons with the Kings and was a decent contributor in his time with L.A., 
played in 232 career NHL games, all with the Kings. He had 16 goals and 51 assists for 67 career points. This past season, he played 70 games with the Kings with three goals and 10 assists for 13 points. He was coming off a major knee surgery the year before. 21-year-old defenseman Helga Granz was the Kings' second-round pick, 35th overall from Sweden in 2020. He played the past two seasons with the Ontario Reign, 115 games in the AHL. He had nine goals and 24 assists for 33 points. He has yet to play in an NHL game. The LA Kings get a well-traveled veteran left-handed defenseman Kevin Connaughton. He's 33 years old has played in 360 career NHL games for the Stars, Blue Jackets, Coyotes, Avalanche, Panthers, and Flyers. This past season, he did not play an NHL game in the Philadelphia organization. He had 63 games in the AHL with the Flyers with three goals and 12 assists for 15 points. In the past four seasons with three different teams, he's played a total of 50 NHL games. The Kings also get 27-year-old forward Hayden Hodgson, He was an undrafted player who has basically been a career minor leaguer. He's played in 250 games in the ECHL and AHL, seven career NHL games with the Flyers, including one this past season. He played 44 games for the Flyers AHL affiliate this past year with three goals and five assists for eight points. And finally, the Kings, by trading their second round pick in 2024, LA currently has a first round pick. No second or third round picks, a fourth round pick, no fifth round pick, and sixth and seventh round picks. That's for the 2024 NHL draft as it stands right now. So what does all of this mean? Where do the Kings stand now with the moves they have made? What could they do going forward? We're going to get into all of that. But first, I want to remind you today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by eBay Motors. Uh, For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need a part or accessory, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part you get fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage. Look for the green check mark, and you will know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop at eBay Motors, you have over 122 million parts to choose from. You will be back in the game in no time after all. It's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, so let's start with what the Kings get in this three-way deal with the Flyers and the Blue Jackets. We'll talk briefly about the two players, Kevin Connaughton and Hayden Hodgson. They will likely never play a game in a Kings uniform Uh, at the NHL level. They may or may not be additions to the Ontario reign in the AHL. Quite frankly, they're just throwing players, no disrespect, but uh, they are not uh, anything to get excited about in this deal at all. Again, very unlikely they will ever play a game in an LA Kings uniform. This move is all about shedding salary and freeing up salary cap space for future moves. The key move here is Cal Peterson getting those two remaining Years at $5 million per season off the LA Kings books was a priority for GM Rob Blake, and he has pulled it off. Moving out Sean Walker with uh, you know the pieces the Kings have on the right side is a bonus as well. Uh, what was the price to pay for moving away from Cal Peterson and Sean Walker? Well, prospect Helga Granz, who is a decent prospect, but as we have said, on the right side, the Kings have Brant Clark and Jordan Spence waiting in the wings. Uh, who are looking for NHL minutes now. 
so Helga Granz was definitely a few players back in the depth chart at this point. Uh, by clearing out Walker, you also make room for both uh, Clark and uh, Spence, and you clear out cap space in the process. Now, according to LA Kings insider and friend of the show, Zach Dooley, the Kings moved out $7.65 million in cap space between Peterson and Walker uh, while they take on approximately $2 million of Ivan Provorov's contract. The result, LA has freed up between 4 and $5.65 million in cap space. According to capfriendly.com, the Kings now have about $13.2 million in cap space with 16 players under contract, 11 forwards, 4 defensemen, and a goaltender. Uh, the deal for LA gives them an additional $5.6 million in cap space they didn't have before these deals, even with paying 30% of Ivan Provorov's salary. This is a great first step by Rob Blake. The price to pay for unloading Cal Peterson and Sean Walker was a prospect at a position where you have depth in the organization and a second-round pick. That is very well done by Rob Blake. Now, what do the Kings do? with that cap space. I believe that these moves were made specifically to give the Kings the availability to re-sign left-handed defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov this offseason. Yes, the Kings still have restricted free agents to address in Gabe Velarde and Rasmus Kupari in particular, but this was a move to get Gavrikov re-signed. He was great for the Kings after coming over from the Blue Jackets at the trade deadline. By all accounts, Gavrikov likes Los Angeles. Not just the city, but the team. He was a great fit here uh, and obviously fills a big need for the LA Kings. But the Kings needed to clear out cap space to be able to compete for Gabrikov's services because he is going to be in demand as an unrestricted free agent on the free agent market. Rob Blake has now done this. They are, Kings are in a position to be able to compete for Gabrikov. And I have no doubt there has been discussions with Gavrikov's representatives to get an idea of what he's looking for. And these moves have now been made specifically with that in mind. Now, obviously, re-signing Gavrikov is not a sure thing, but you would think that if the Kings make a competitive offer, the fact that he liked it here, the fact that he fit in well, makes it more likely that he would want to return. He knows the position he's going to be in with the LA Kings. He knows who he's going to play with on that second pairing with Matt Roy. He knows that he fits in here. He knows the LA Kings are a playoff team uh, looking to move forward and being in the mix once again for a playoff spot. If he signs elsewhere, he doesn't necessarily know that. He doesn't know how he's going to fit in. He doesn't know how his family is going to like the city. He doesn't know who he's going to be playing with. So there's a lot of things going in the LA Kings' favor. But ultimately, as we all know, it is about dollars and cents. And again, the Kings now in a position to be able to pay what other teams be willing to offer Vladislav Gavrikov as well. Now, if the Kings don't re-sign him, they still have salary cap space to go out and fill that need somewhere else. Uh, not sure if the Kings could be in the running for a guy like a Dmitry Orloff. Uh, Carson Suse has been brought up. Um, and there are other options if Gavrikov decides he doesn't want to go elsewhere or he gets just a much better deal from somewhere else. But again, the Kings now have flexibility to try and re-sign Gavrikov, or if that doesn't work out, to make some other moves as well. Um, I did see, for what it's worth, that NHL insider Pierre Lebrun reported that Gavrikov's agent, Dan Milstein, has told the Kings that Gavrikov wants a two-year deal. Apparently, the Kings are interested in something longer term. I also saw that Dave Pignota from the fourth period reported he believes Gavrikov is looking to get something like a three-year deal 
worth around $6 million per season. If that is the case, that is a little bit more than I thought Gabrikov would be getting. I thought maybe around 4 or $5 million per season. I believe he made like $2.5 million last year, so that's a significant raise for him. Um, but not saying that that paying $6 million a year for Gabrikov would be a bad deal. It's a little bit towards the higher end of the ceiling than I thought it would be, and we'll still see if it ends up being that or not. But I was not real optimistic about the Kings' chances of re-signing Vladislav Gavrikov at the end of the regular season. Of course, we didn't know what the Kings were going to do, what kind of moves they could make. I was a little bit skeptical they'd be able to get rid of that Cal Peterson contract without paying a hefty price. That hasn't been the case with this deal that was made today. So I would say right now, pretty optimistic about the Kings' chances of re-signing Vladislav Gavrikov uh, and feeling pretty good about the move that was made by Rob Blake today. But there's still work to be done. Again, this is the first step in a couple of steps that the Kings need to make to obviously make themselves better for next season. And retaining Vladislav Gavrikov would be a big step towards doing that. As for Cal Peterson and Sean Walker, maybe a change of scenery and a fresh start is what Cal needs to try and resurrect his career. Uh, it's not looking great for him at this point, to be honest. Um, I still think it's possible. He could be an NHL backup. Uh, would he be the starting goalie in Philadelphia? That would be pretty shocking. Um, but they've got moves that they're making as well. Philadelphia is in a rebuild. They are looking to acquire assets. Uh, and they're willing to take uh, a chance on a guy like Cal Peterson. Like I said, that maybe a change of scenery can spark his career. But they're not really looking for that. They were looking to get a young prospect in Helga Grands and a draft pick from the Kings. And that is what they got. And they got picks from Columbus as part of the three-way deal as well. So that's where Philadelphia is looking. But... Um, Cal Peterson, hey, wish him wish him well. Um, you know, he it didn't work out in LA. Um, but you know, this this is a big move for the Kings. You know, I think Rob Blake has done a very good job overall when it comes to what he's done in his tenure so far with the LA Kings. But one mark on his uh, resume, one one black spot, if you will, um, was that extension to Cal Peterson. That was one of his uh, worst moves that he's made. Uh, in his tenure, and he's now been able to kind of wipe his hands from that and and move away from that and move on. But hey, good luck to Cal Peterson going forward. He's going to the East. He's not uh, going to a division rival or anything like that. So all the best to Cal Peterson, as far as I'm concerned. Hope it works out for him. As for Sean Walker, I mean, easy to root for a guy like him. Um, you know, he gave you everything he had every night. He's not a, a top-level defenseman. He's a third-pairing guy um, who, if healthy, is reliable. Um, he is coming off that big knee injury, and it was great that he was able to battle back, get healthy, and be, be, be back in the NHL. Um, but, uh, you know, again, he's a guy that we had. There was no room for him on the right side. There are better players waiting to take his spot going forward, like Brant Clark and even Jordan Spence. So um, it made sense that Sean Walker would be included in a deal like this. Um, and uh, we, we do wish Sean Walker all the best, at least I do as well, going forward with the Philadelphia Flyers. As for today's moves, uh, they have created a hole that the LA Kings are going to need to fill. We're going to talk about that in just a second, but I want to remind you uh, and thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. After you listen to this show and watch this show, you should check out Locked on NHL. The Stanley Cup Finals are two games in, and unfortunately, the Vegas Golden Knights are two wins away from the Stanley Cup, a huge game three coming up in Florida for the Panthers on Thursday to try and get back in the series. But to keep up to date on all the Stanley Cup final action and to get discussions on the latest moves made in the NHL, like this trade by the LA Kings, 
Uh, check out Locked On NHL. It's your daily show on all things going on in the NHL. That is Locked On NHL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right. Uh, as I've said, the LA Kings, I believe, are now in a position to re-sign Vladislav Gabrikov, and I think this is the Kings' top priority right now. But what about the situation in net? Yes, Phoenix Copley is there, but how will the Kings address their goaltending going forward without Cal Peterson? Uh, right now, the Kings have two goalies under contract in the organization, Phoenix Copley and Eric Portillo, who they signed recently out of the University of Michigan. So there is work to be done there, um, not only with the Kings, but for depth in the organization. Uh, now, we do have a new director of goaltending, Bill Ranford. Uh, the, he's got his work cut out for him right now. Uh, plus, the Kings still have not hired a goalie coach, and that is something they'll need to get squared away, I think, relatively soon because that is something that a potential free agent goalie would like to know who's going to be his coach if he joins this team. Uh, as far as maybe going out and signing a free agent goalie for the Kings, there are some you know significant names out there. Uh, you've got Frederick Anderson, who was with Carolina, uh, Laurent Brassois, who was in Vegas. Uh, of course, there is... Uh, Jonas Corposalo, who is out there, who the Kings are obviously very familiar with, who came over at the trade deadline from Columbus, uh, maybe a guy like Tristan Jari from Pittsburgh. So there are some goaltenders out there that the Kings could go out and get as free agents now that they have, again, some more salary cap space. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the Kings do to address their goaltending, whether it's a, a goaltender to compete with Phoenix Copley in a kind of 1A, 1B situation, or if it's a clear number one goalie to come in and have Phoenix Copley be the backup. I know that some have floated the idea about a trade involving Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg as the Jets are looking to make some major changes to their team despite the fact that they made the playoffs, uh, but it's an older roster and um, the former Vesna Trophy winner would be a great addition for the Kings, uh, although I don't know, I mean, maybe that's part of a Victor Arvidsson trade um, I am not anticipating that that will actually happen, but again, we'll see Rob Blake has shown that he is not afraid to be bold. And that would certainly be a bold move for the LA Kings. I'm thinking more of a veteran type player to come in and again, be the one, a one B situation with Phoenix Copley, but we'll see, we'll see what the LA Kings decide to do, but there's no doubt that the goaltending situation needs to be addressed. Uh, and, and right now, uh, that's, I think the, I think that's, uh, the second part of what the Kings are looking to do at the moment, re-sign Vatislav Gabrikov, uh, see obviously what money is left over, see who's available and then go out and address that goaltending situation. Again, uh, there is still work to be done, but I love what Kings GM Rob Blake has done so far in getting, uh, you know, the Kings in a position to be able to go out and to make some improvements to the team or retain players that they brought in last year. So uh, I, I, I think the Kings are definitely uh, taking a positive step forward in what they needed to do this offseason with being a part of this three-team deal. But I want to get your comments as well. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, certainly put your comments below uh, in the comment section. And of course, we always have our Friday fan feedback show coming up on Friday. I expect to see a lot of comments and emails uh, on this. Uh, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. So it has been a very busy couple of days for the LA Kings. On Monday, we had the, the uh, bombshell of Alex Faust no longer being part of the Kings organization and their kind of reorganization 
on what's going on with their broadcast team. And we talked about the issues going on with having a uh, local partner to broadcast their games. We don't know what that's going to be all about. And then today, uh, did not see this coming, uh, but great to see, again, the LA Kings being proactive, seeing GM Rob Blake getting out there and making moves, making things happen. Uh, and the Kings are definitely in an interesting position right now, a better position right now to go out and hopefully re-sign Vladislav Gavrikov or make some other moves to to improve the team. There's still some moves to be made. There's still possible uh, Sean Dursey could be moved as well, um, but we'll wait and see. But again, getting Cal Peterson off the books and, and getting uh, Sean Walker out as well, big, big key moves uh, by the LA Kings to free up that cap space and to also make room for some of the other players that are looking to get NHL minutes here in the near future, like Brand Clark. So for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch every day, um, well, will we have some breaking news tomorrow? Uh, who knows? But as far as the schedule that we have for Locked on LA Kings this week, uh, it's already been kind of blown up with the first two days, which is fine. Great to have something uh, interesting and fun to talk about. Uh, we are scheduled to have a special Kings fan interview coming up on tomorrow's show. Uh, we're scheduled to be joined by the Kings Storian. If you were on Twitter, you likely know about this account where he tweets out a This Day in Kings History tweet uh, every day, sometimes multiple days because it's covering a date on the calendar. There could be more than one thing that happens on that particular date. A lot of things uh, around this time of year uh, have been tweeted out that are interesting. Talking about the Kings, obviously, uh, in in the playoffs and in the Stanley Cup finals in, in their recent history. So we'll talk to him certainly about the history of the LA Kings and certainly get his thoughts on what's been going on lately with the LA Kings as well. So looking forward to that interview on tomorrow's show with the King Storian uh, on Twitter. Uh, of course, if there's any breaking news or anything happens in the next couple of days, uh, this is, you know, it's subject to change as far as what we're going to talk about. Uh, anytime there's breaking news, we're always going to put that uh, to the front burner and discuss that. But again, it's been a very interesting couple of days for the LA Kings. I would expect lots of comments and lots of uh, things to discuss coming up on the Friday fan feedback show as well. So looking forward to that. Again, it's been a fun couple of days for the LA Kings, and it's not over yet. Uh, there's certainly things that are going to be going to be discussed, trades that are going to be made, signings that are going to be made. Coming forward, we have the NHL draft as well and what things could go around uh, regarding that. Would the Kings make a trade to get back into the first round? Lots of things to, to, to be coming. For the LA Kings, it's starting to get uh, to be a fun time of the year uh, for the LA Kings, but uh, excited to see what they did today and excited to see how they use what happened today uh, going forward. That's going to do it for today's show. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.